coming down and one more leading nowhere just for show I'd fill my yard with the chicks and turkeys and geese and ducks for the town to see and hear all right sorry I couldn't help but I had to do that to you <laughs> what's going on YouTube Facebook oh Jesus uh rumble apologies for that I have in studio a friend of mine personal friend of mine uh, the pew pew Jew <laughs> that's his handle on Instagram that's your brand uh I couldn't I couldn't resist I had to freaking get some fiddler of the roof going totally gives me PTSD <laughs> <laughs> You're made to watch that movie 4,000 times as a kid. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That's, well, it's a great movie. It's a great movie if you watch it like once in a blue moon, but like when you're like every year on the dot, you got to watch it again in school or something like that. It's, no. <laughs> it's not no, enough. It's, stop. It's, it's too much. Way too much. Oh, my God. Well, uh, you you got a lot of insight on what's currently going on with the Kanye Wests. What's uh, anytime Judaism, Judaism, Judaism gets brought up, um, it seems like it's automatically classified into like a negative context when it comes to talking about Jewish people. You're you're seeing what's going on real time right now as far as Kanye talking about the control of Hollywood, the media, uh, MSM by Jewish people, which people are automatically classifying as anti-Semitism. Where do you stand on all of this? I mean, he's not wrong. Unf let me first say off, yes, Jews do control a lot of, uh, I shouldn't say control, run a lot of media outlets and, Holly and you know, different aspects of Hollywood and stuff like that. But my, my big thing is, who cares? What, why, does, why does their religion make a difference? You see, that... Yeah. Because I think it translates, boils down to like nepotism, to where it's like favoritism based upon a religion or ethnicity. And if it does exist in the Jewish community, is it right? Because, if, for example, and this is where I stand on, the, and you know I don't fucking hate Jewish people. Yeah, no, but um, we're good. It's a question of if white people get accused of hiring fellow white people simply because of the skin color, and black people do it too, if Jewish people do it, does that make it right? Or does that make it messed up? And if it is messed up, why are we not allowed to say, hey, if we are condemning these other people, other races, other cultures of doing this, why is it anti-Semitic to criticize Jewish people of doing this? I mean, it's not, it's not anti-Semitic to criticize Jews for doing the same type of thing as everyone else. However, mm -hmm. I think in this you know, particular story uh, narrative, what ye was going after doesn't make a difference if they're Jews or not. Mm -hmm. It's why don't you just say, hey, there are the, the people that run, you know, my accounts, my my uh, contracts, stuff like that. Who cares if they're Jewish? Like that. That's my point. My point is their Judaism should have no part of bad business practices. We, we, we you run a business. I run a business. Right. We all know people who are just <coughs> not good people when it comes to business. Now, I'm not saying that they're bad business. Right. Like I'm talking about like they're just bad people doing bad things in business so mm -hmm. my question again is you're right sometimes jews will hire other jews right we all do that right mm -hmm. i have a friend hey you need a job great i'll give you a job mm -hmm. but why does the comments have to be directed as a lump lumping mm -hmm. all jews together that doesn't make any sense because you know me mm -hmm. We've done stuff together. You know, I've given you that poster to mm -hmm. raise money for your organization. We do tons of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm. Would you consider me one of those Jews, you know, doing bad practices in business? 
I mean, I, w- I would hope not. Right. So again, you, when you lump everyone together, I mm-hmm. think that's a very big issue, and I think that's pretty anti-Semitic, racist, whatever you want to, you know, whatever. How would how should Kanye have worded that differently then to have not come off as condemning all Jews? Did it sound like to you that he was condemning all Jews, or just the Jews that were running basically what he was accusing them of nepotism in the media and in um, the industry of the music industry? I mean, it did sound like he was lumping Jews in the whole now. Do I think he meant that? I, I have no idea. I mm-hmm. can't tell you what, especially what he's thinking, right? No one knows. But, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> the jury's out on that one. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, but, you know, even, again, even if he was saying that the Jews who, who wrote his contracts and telling him he can't do this and telling him he can't do that, even if they were Jewish, who cares? I think it just it goes back to the whole um anti-Semitism accusation, or more sense, I think what Kanye was trying to describe was that it was Jews protecting other Jews and essentially um, maintaining fiscal um, domination by only hiring their own kind. Is what he's, what, that's what my interpretation of what he was saying means. And when we've seen this, I mean, you yourself said, yeah, a lot of them do own stuff like that. So it almost seems as if, is Kanye basically trying to say that Jews are protecting Jews and hoarding the money and things such as that? Is that is that what he's trying to say, or is yeah, I'm I'm kind of confused on this. To where, mean, and this is a conversation that I wanted to have right. with someone who's Jewish and has a a, a good a good uh, level for conversations on this because it's like we can't even have this discussion because people are like oh it's automatically anti-Semitic. It's like well why can't we dissect this and see what what's at the core of this? Right. Uh, I mean, again, I I can't tell you what Kanye was thinking. I no. I, I, re- I really don't know what he intended. But you know, I was reading, and, and it's I mean. I've got a horrible memory, and I, it's very hard for me to remember like all the little nitpicky things. But I was reading a timeline of the whole Kanye West thing from you know early October through now. Mm-hmm. He has a history of saying anti-Semitic oh, things. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I can. I'll send. I'll send you the link. I yeah. mean, Do it, you remember anything off the top of your head? It doesn't surprise me. I mean, I. I mean, there's been constant. Kanye's so off the wall. Yeah, I mean, there's been constant accusations. Um, Constant accusations, you know, that he Hitler was a, not such a bad guy, and he admired what Hitler did in terms of changing the country and stuff like that. And Wait, that, Kanye said that. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. And, yeah. I mean, I just messaged you uh, oh, okay. on, on uh, IG. I just messaged you. But yeah, I mean, and again, I, it's so hard to go so deep into it because it's we're talking about so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he would have just said what he did. Mm-hmm. And there was no history. Mm. I would take. I would sit back and say, right. you know what? Maybe he misspoke. Maybe his words were taken out of context. But based on what I've read, and again, I, I'm not. Based on what I've read, mm-hmm. it he seems like he has a history. Yeah. So I'm not one of these people that sit on social media all day calling out anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've noticed that about you. You don't. You definitely like. You don't. Um Oh God, dog whistle. No, anti-Semitism. Because I've noticed people like Ben Shapiro. It's almost as if you can't even have a conversation with that guy without instantly it's anti-Semitic. It's anti-Semitic. It's like Ben. I think you're a little overreacting a little bit on some of this stuff. Um, no. I, I, so, so I'll be honest. I don't. I mean, I grew up with Ben. I've known him my basically nearly my whole life. Is it true that all Jews know each other? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, white people are the wh- same way. Yeah, we we meet once a year at the protocol. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, 
Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. Um, no, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't sit on social media calling uh, calling out anti-Semites, even when they, they are, should be called out, because there are a lot of people that do that, mm-hmm. and I think it's good. I think it's important to call out any sort of hate. Mm-hmm. However, you know me, and you know what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. I'm very incredibly pro 2A yeah. and my mo- main focus is arming Jews teaching them to defend themselves mm-hmm. because anti-semitism isn't going anywhere right we've, yeah. had, we've had it for racism anti it doesn't a, matter it's a, always going to exist you yeah. can call out for yeah. every 10 people you call out there's a hundred other people waiting as to make their mark. As long as ignorance exists in the world, you're always going to have everything from misogyny to race. It's always going to it's exist. It's always going to be there. Yeah. So, so my main focus is, yep, anti-Semitism exists. I'm going to sit there and make sure that my friends, my family uh, have firearms, are trained with them. They know what to do as well as inspire other Jews around the country to pick up those firearms and learn to mm-hmm. defend themselves because, you know, we all know that you're your own first line of defense. Right. Because it's the same as like uh, gun rights or black rights, women's rights, things, Jewish rights, 100%. Um, and the, did you see the tweet from Candace Owens or that she retweeted the, um, oh God, let me pull up on my Instagram. Ma- Max Blumenthal. Who is he? Like, what is the deal with this? Do, so, have you seen this situation develop? And if you have, what is your take on okay, this? Okay, so Max Blumenthal is just a Jew hater. Okay. I, I guess call him a Jewish Jew hater. Uh-huh. Um what what yeah. classifies him as a Jew hater? I mean, if you just follow everything he he says, he he okay. just because I don't know con- who he is. So he's been constantly just ripping, you know, um, Israel and and mm-hmm. other uh, you know conservative Jews and all those uh, Jewish uh, anti-Semitic stereo um, stereotypes and tr- uh, anti-Semitic tropes and all that stuff. But he's been doing it for years. He's got a big platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and How would they tolerate that on social media if he's openly anti-Semitic? How would they still have a platform? Because he... Or does he walk the line very... Not, I mean, he walks the line, but he also is very... He's not shy about it. But at the same time, you know, you, you can... Unfortunately, uh, you look at social media platforms. I'm not talking about... Uh, post Elon Musk, but you know, for years now, it's Jews are always been open season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always been yeah, make fun of the Jews, destroy the Jews, rip the Jews. No, you're not going to get penalized for that on social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're literally calling you know for the death of the Jew, then <clears throat> yeah. But and um, answer me honestly on this: yeah. do you do you really feel that um, that Jews could be targeted again in the fashion they have been throughout the history of the world? Do you think that? That's still possible, and the mic. Let's put it closer here because no, you, you can adjust it. You can adjust the mic. Like you can tip it up and down. Oh, okay. there you go. Yeah, right there. Like that. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Good there go. we go. Okay. Um, do I think it's possible? One hundred percent. I definitely do think it's possible. Do I think it will happen? Um, <laughs> this will get me, you know, hot water. Um, but you know sure, me. You're yeah, you know me. Jew, <laughs> you're right. You're okay. okay right. Um, <laughs> I I think that in America. The only way it would happen is if Democrats keep winning. You think uh, so? I, I'm not saying it will happen. No, yeah, I know that. But I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, like, I'm saying, yeah, I, I definitely think that. You know, that's so weird because I've always seen more anti-Semitism come from the right. Okay, so someone posted that on my Instagram today, and of course, I'm not saying everybody on the right. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I do know. I mean. I don't see it on the right. Is I mean, maybe on the ultra right. Yeah, maybe you know, like about, yeah. like uh, I mean, what's her All name? Right. Like yeah, like what, what's her name uh, inspired a shirt of mine? Um, Majority Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, oh, the Jewish space lasers. This, so I, I, how do I get access to that? Because you know each other. Everybody knows. All Jews know each other. How how would me uh, a goyim 
Goyim, right? Yeah. How would I get access to that Jewish space laser? Because uh, I got some revenge on Instagram that I want to take care of. I mean, you, <laughs> the first thing you do, you have to go uh, get a circumcision. Uh, <laughs> I'm good there. <laughs> I'm good there. Um, no, so so she when she posted her whole thing about, you know, the Jewish space laser owned by the Rothschilds. Bro, I saw that, and people just, they love her so much. And I'm like, dude, have you seen some of the dumb shit she said? Yeah. Uh, again, I, I don't. The problem is someone like her will say that. Mm -hmm. The left will jump all over it. Mm -hmm. But then when you have like the squad ripping, yeah, you know, just anti-Semitic tropes yeah, le left right. and right. I forgot about that. And you have uh, Ilhan Omar. Right? Yeah. All, all of them. It's all about the Benjamins. It's all about the Benjamins, right? Yeah. They, they'll come out and say like, oh, she's horrible. She's horrible. But then again, look at everything they've said and done. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm one of these people like, like I said, anti-Semitism is here today. You can whine and complain about it or you can do something about it. Mm -hmm. Green said that, mm -hmm. and then I came out with a shirt uh, based on uh, Die Hard. It says, now I have a Jewish space laser, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> right? like, and it's been a great seller. Like, it's been a great seller. Like, right. you know, I'm going to capitalize on it, and I'm uh -huh. going to make fun of her doing that. So it's just one of the things that I see more anti-Semitism coming from the left. Mm -hmm. I think they are a lot less tolerant. Mm -hmm. Than the right. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. again, when I'm talking about the right, I'm not talking about no, the alt right. The alt right, right? Yeah. I mean, the alt right. Yeah. They're crazy. The alt, you know, yeah. the ultra left. They're crazy. Yeah. But you're more to the right than you are to the left, and yeah. you're not anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I'm saying. Like more to the right. Right. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. more people like us. Yeah. So. So where do you? Uh, I want to go back to the idea of Jews controlling so much of the, of the media. The um, uh, it's, I can understand some people's skepticism and paranoia of certain cultures protecting themselves. Say, for example, Islam over in uh, Ilhan Omar's district. It's very prevalent over there. Um, it's very heavy Muslim population, and they look out for each other. This is, I think, the main concern of so many Americans, or I shouldn't say so many, of a lot of Americans, of our Jewish people getting away with us and not being called out for it. Because take, for example, let's say like you weren't Jewish. Let's just say like you were straight white. And I think a lot of people don't understand the difference between like, uh, I'm not, I'm, let me put you on the spot. Can you define yeah. for me, what is Zionism? Because I think there's a lot of people, and I ask you that because I feel like there's a lot of people that don't understand a lot of these terms because they are usually taken out of context so much. But can you tell me what a Zionist Jew consists of or what that is? I mean, to me, a Zionist Jew is someone who loves and supports Israel. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really that simple. Mm -hmm. um, now, it. what about because this is where I think a lot of um, uh, confusion comes in when you have, say, for example, an American Jew who they accuse of being a Zionist, which is someone that lives in America, but they love and support Israel more. Is that, is that an issue? Because if I look at somebody, say, for example, from Mexico that comes over here and they love Mexico, yada, 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 people are kind of like, well, you're an American now. What about, what about with Zionism, with American Jews? So I'm an American Jew. I bleed red, white, and blue. Mm -hmm. um, at this point in my life, I don't have plans to move to Israel ever. Mm -hmm. um, I love America. Um, and, you know, until stuff changes, I probably will never go to, I mean, move to Israel. I've been there mm -hmm. countless times. Um, is that the goal I, of most Jewish people is to move back to Israel? I mean, eventually, you know, when our, who, you know, when our Messiah comes mm -hmm. and, and 
he com- well, you know he comes in and you know we all move back to Israel eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know at, at this point, doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon. So. Um, at the right things are going. At the right, exactly. For me, it's like you know, I believe in Jesus, so it's kind of like it's 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 around the corner. <laughs> it's around the corner. But um, no, I, I just I, hope that if y'all's Messiah comes, you don't murder him like you did ours. That's just messed up. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't, I could resist. No, it's all good, man. It's, it's, it's true. I, I I I deal with so many people, like like being in the firearms industry. You know, there's a lot of uh, yeah, uh, religious dark people. humor. Yeah, a lot of dark humor. So you know, my that's favorite. That's what I love about being on Rumble. Now we're uncensored. We can do whatever the hell we oh, want. Oh no, we it's, say whatever it, we yeah, want. no, it's great. it's great. And like my favorite one is like, so you know, when you die and you didn't accept Jesus, aren't you afraid of going to hell? And then I'll just and I'll just turn to them. I'm like, well, when you die and you realize that Jesus was a false Messiah, what are you gonna do? And it's like they have nothing. It's like they've yeah. never even thought about that. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't bother me. You know, I, yeah. in our world, especially in not just the conservative or gun world, you gotta have thick skin nowadays. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and, yeah. On, yeah. and when you have thick skin. You Things can get, don't get to you. I mean, I, I have one of my closest friends is this guy. He works at a tactical store in Plano and blonde hair, blue eyes. And I, <laughs> and, um, I mean, like what we talk, we talk. I mean, I literally picked up my first suppressor from him yesterday. Uh, we talk all the time. And when my book came out, the the empty book, um, I signed it, Sieg Hale. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and I didn't tell him. I just, I'm like, oh, by the way, here, man, I, I here, here's a signed copy. And, like, two hours later, he calls me. He's like, dude, you what the suck. Fuck? <laughs> and, like, and like, okay, look, you know You're what? You're in trouble over here. And, 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 look, you have to understand, right? I lost over 60 relatives in the Holocaust, right? My, Jesus. M- really? Yeah. My grandfather, one of my grandfathers growing up had numbers tattooed on his arm. Wow. My other grandmother, uh, my, sorry, my other grandfather hid in a ditch half the size of this table for 18 months Holy cow. Um, in a barn under hay, uh-huh. um, was able to come out only one hour a night. You know, my grandmother's both survived also. So I have a very strong mm-hmm. connection to the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and I'm still one of these people that I am incredibly self-deprecating. I always tell people, and this, this gets me into trouble with Jews all the time, I always tell them, I'm like, all right, guess what? It's time to move on from the Holocaust. Mm. Don't forget. Yeah. Never forget. Mm-hmm. Move on. Okay, it's been 80 years. Move on in what way is that? What, what do you mean Move here? on, just like stop being, stop using it to become a victim. Did Jews do that? Yeah, all the time. Okay. It's like, like you know, like, oh, I, I would love to buy a Mercedes or a BMW. But no, no, we can't. It's a German-made car. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm okay. Like, I'm like, all right, dude, like, like relax. Meanwhile, okay? you're like, talking on your iPhone from China, and I'm pretty sure they don't like the Jews very much. And Yeah, I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, so, I, so <clears> my <throat> big thing is like, just m- move on. Mm-hmm. Like, Stop dwelling on the past. It's like mm-hmm. with everything. Just it's time to yeah. You know that's not the same people anymore. Right. It's yeah. not the same people anymore. And and look, even if there are some Nazis still alive, mm-hmm. and even if Germany is still anti-Semitic, and I'm not saying they are. I mean, I don't really look into it so much. But even if they are, it's like let's move on a little bit mm-hmm. and don't enjoy, let it hold you back. Right. Don't let it hold you back. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the big things I talk about. Is like stop being led like sheep. To, stop acting like sheep led to slaughter and start mm-hmm. act, acting like the David versus Goliath mentality. Mm-hmm. Start being warriors that we once were. And um, people are like, no, you can't say that. You can't say that uh, we have to move on. I'm like, why? Move on. <laughs> like, get get over it. Yeah. Don't forget it. You don't get to use it as a crutch anymore. Right. Don't no. use it as a crutch anymore. Right. Like. No. Do you, do you feel because I feel like there's there's a correlation here between black people 
who protest and demand reparations for slavery that they never experienced and never grew up under, and the same with Jewish people that never experienced the Holocaust and didn't grow up in, under anything like that. Do you feel like it's disingenuous for uh, current generations or our generation to say or trying to identify with that other generation? It's kind of like, no, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, I don't want to say earn that, but you didn't go through that. So you don't get to sit there and talk about it in the context of what I've been through. You haven't been through anything. So it, it's, it's a tough question to answer because I do understand what both sides are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Jewish case, it's so recent, and the records are so meticulous that the Nazis the kept. Well, uh, that the Nazis <coughs> kept such meticulous records of everything. Mm-hmm. So you can have someone who's like, "Hey, if I look back and I saw that, you know, my grandfather was, or my great grandfather really was, you know." A, a wealthy businessman and they took all of this and all of this and all of this from us, well, we have proof that it was literally stolen. Mm-hmm. Now, am I, am I crying and saying I want reparations? No, I'm not doing that mm-hmm. because I'm like, <coughs> like I said, m- move on, okay? It happened. Yeah. If, if, you have, if you have 100% definite proof, mm-hmm. go do it. Yeah. And, and same thing. Same but thing. See, like what's the, and I get where you're coming from, but what is the, um, <clears throat> oh God, what's the term? Uh, when it expires, oh, good Lord. Statue of limitations? What's the statute of limitations on something like that? Because at what point do we say, oh, my ancestors were enslaved by so-and-so, and I can prove it, and I want reparations? What, what's the statute on that? Like, I don't think there is. Yeah. I, I think something like that, if you have the proof, and again, if you are an African-American and you have proof that, you know, this was taken from you. you. See, I call them black Americans. I don't call them African-American anymore. Okay, you're right, you're, you're right. You're black, no, you're right. No, Absolutely. I just want to say that because I feel like as a society, we have just begun, we've, we start to lie to ourselves that I don't say that I'm European-American. Right. I don't say nope. that I'm Anglo-Saxon. You're 100% American. right. So why have we allowed black people, or I shouldn't say that, why do we buy into this thing of being African-American? It's like, you're a black American. You're not from Africa. Like, your ancestry is. My ancestry comes from Europe and Ireland, but I don't claim those things. Right. No, but, you're you're hundred percent. No, you're hundred percent yeah. right. I think it's just something that's so indoctrinated, indoctrinated yeah. into our head. Like sometimes you just don't think about it. But no, you're right. But it Black seems Americans. Like we, it absolutely. seems like we do that though to continue uh, the segregation within the communities. I, I, okay, so yeah, I agree with you. And like I said, it, uh, Black Americans, right? Not yeah. African Americans. But I think yeah. also at the same time, in 2022, people are so worried about offending someone oh, that yeah. if I would say Black American, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're a racist. I'm like, yeah. How is that a racist? How's yeah. that racist? No, you're, you're, the color of your skin is yeah. black. You're an American. Yeah. Like, I am a American Jew. Mm-hmm. I'm not a European Jew. I'm, I was born in Los Angeles, 38 oh, years old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a whole that's a whole other story in itself. Um, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. no, uh, I'm an, I'm an American Jew mm-hmm. or Jewish American, whichever whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. But um, no, you're 100 percent right on that. I think, like I said, it's just indoctrinated. And Jewish people, correct me if I'm wrong on this, are the only culture that exists that Judaism is an actual race and a religion. I believe so. So Israel would technically be an ethno state. Um, well, not anymore because now there's there's not just Jews living there. Right, there's not just Jews living there. I mean, so it's no longer an ethno snake, but it's closest thing we have to it. Probably, and yeah. I'm not talking about that in a negative context. No, no, I get it. Just simply what it is. Yeah. Okay. Where do you think a lot of the anger towards Jewish people comes from when it comes to anti-Semitism? Where do you see a lot of these stereotypes, or where do you see a lot of these insults being rooted from? <clears throat> And the reason I want to talk about this is because I want to get to the bottom of a lot of these accusations 
because many of it, because I don't know a lot about Jewish history. I don't know a lot about Israel outside of the Bible and things such as that. So when we talk about, say, for example, Israel and Palestine, it's like these are these are topics like I know the gist of. I know the establishment of the Jewish state. Uh, there's people that make these accusations that it's Palestinian land, yada, 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 and a back and forth. But in your lifetime, in your span, what have you seen the most of in regards to people hating Jewish people and the reasons for that? Okay, in my lifetime, it's... <clears throat> Like you said earlier, right? The media, because we control the media, we control mm-hmm. Hollywood and stuff like that. And just quickly to go back on something we were talking about earlier sure. about like Jews calling out Jews, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think Jeffrey Epstein was a piece of trash. Yeah. And I was he Jewish? I'm gonna guess with the last name Epstein. Well, I mean, you see, I that's mean, the other thing that right? I, I read a, uh, an article uh, a few days ago. I want to bring this over to you. It talked about of the Jewish community as a whole. Only 21% are actual practicing Jews, and the remainder are not, but they a lot of them do use the Jewish label to shield themselves from criticisms. Ginos. To, ginos? What's a gino? Jew in name only. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like a <laughs> Greek fucking hero. I'll take a Jiro. <laughs> Jew in name only? A Jew gino? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah. A gino. A Jew uh, in name only. So I, I use that term often just because... I'm calling, uh, you know, a lot of uh, people, a lot of members of the U.S. government mm-hmm. who are the biggest gun grabbers mm-hmm. are ginos, right? Like, you know, you have Diane Feinstein, mm-hmm. Michael Bloomberg, uh, I mean, Blumenthal. I mean, yeah. just, there's countless. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of the things. It's like, no, you know, oh, no, we're Jews and we, get, we, we want to take guns off the streets. I'm like, shut up. Mm-hmm. No, don't, don't use that. Oh, they've actually said stuff like that. Uh, I mean, you know, similar type stuff. But, I mean, it's just one of the things that, like, no, if someone is going against, if someone is if someone is Jewish and they're in positions of power, mm-hmm. or even if they're not <coughs> positions of power, but they're, they're Jewish and they're going against everything that is Judaism mm-hmm. or even everything that's against the Constitution, right. I will sit there and call them out mm-hmm. all day. So it would be the same as somebody that says they're a Christian and they go out there and they're like probably espousing non-Christian values and things like that? Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, that. again, that, that's what I'm saying. There's no difference. And that's why going back, like Kanye using, oh, the <coughs> Jews in who control the media, like wh- who cares? Like wh- what is their religion have to do with it, and that's what I was saying, right? Like, is, it, is he talking about more in the context of Jewish religion or Jewish um, race? Doesn't matter. Does, yeah, that, well, that, that, I mean, that's that's my question. Yeah, and, and I, I haven't ha- I haven't found a good answer. I would yet. say it would matter if if it's in cases of where examples can be given of nepotism to where they're only hiring other Jews, then it's discrimination. I mean, okay, fine, but it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like that's what he was saying. And, and oh, again, okay, okay, okay. and again, you can you can use that for anything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you were in the military, right? Mm-hmm. So like. Uh, army, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so you're in the army. So if you have like a hundred, you know, colonels in the army who mm-hmm. all, you know, I don't know, uh, raped and got didn't get caught, mm-hmm. but everyone knows, mm-hmm. are you going to say like, oh, the entire U.S. Army is horrible because you know they're not being punished? Mm-hmm. No, it's the same thing, right? It's like no, right. those hundred bad apples, right? Are no, I get your point right. there, and, and that's what I'm saying. Right. It's it's. But I think the point that he's alluding to, though, was the idea that it's Jewish people protecting Jewish people. That's what that's that's my interpretation of it. Was okay, that he was basically saying this is Jewish nepotism. But again, you can say that with. Yeah, but that doesn't make it right. Right, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. You can say military brass is protecting military brass. Oh, and they do do that. Right, and, <laughs> they, right, do and do they do do that. that. Right, I mean, I, look, I wasn't, I didn't serve, I was in the military, but 
I, I've dealt with enough veterans yeah. to know that, you know, oh, yeah. that they talk about it all the time. So I'm saying, like, again, it doesn't does it make a difference what their religion is. And that's my whole point. If the religion is something they use to essentially shield themselves with and protect themselves with. For, or show favoritism, because then you would actually classify that. And I hate doing this, but like Jewish privilege. If you're afforded an opportunity that other people can't based upon your race, religion, whatever the case may be, then that would be classified in the terms of race as being racist, discriminatory. Okay. And, and that, that, that's a fair assessment. Okay. That's a, that's so let's go fair. off of that then. Okay. Where do we stand on that? Where do you feel like as a nation, if somebody like me, a, a cracker white dude from America, says, wait a minute, if we have Jewish nepotism in certain areas and it needs to be called out and fixed where it's like you hire based upon merit, not religion, does that classify me as an anti-Semite? Because it seems like on the MSM right now, especially okay. with people like Ben Shapiro and the rest of them, like if you say anything related even close to that, Instantly, you're anti-Semitic. It's like, and my thing is like, look, if it is Jewish people protecting Jewish people, or if it was white people protecting white people, it's like, that's kind of messed up. That's not equal opportunity. That's not fair across the board. Right. So so what I think it comes down to is how you see the world, right? Okay. I think that <clears throat> if Jews are doing bad business practices, mm -hmm. and like you said, they're using their... It, they're using their Jewishness mm -hmm. to do those bad practices. I don't think there's a problem calling them out. What? Why does it matter if it's positive or negative, though? What do you mean? Okay, let's let's say again, if it was, um, <clears throat> say like I was hiring a shell shock, and we're not doing any negative business practices. Everything's positive. Everything's you know like we're doing. Everything's dress right dress. We're in line with our taxes and everything like that. But I'm only hiring white people. But my practice isn't bad, but isn't that still discriminatory against other races? Oh, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it might be. I mean, it is. Mm -hmm. And Because I feel like that's what Kanye was trying to say. And if it wasn't, I do feel like that's what a lot of people are trying to bring to light, saying, wait a minute. Why is this being allowed? Why can't we call this out? So I actually, I didn't, I didn't see anything that that's what he was doing, mm -hmm. like calling out, like, oh, Jews are just protecting Jews. Like, that didn't. I didn't read that anywhere. Okay. So for me, that's new. Okay. Um, but you know, I I do feel like if you if you're gonna discriminate against anyone, mm -hmm. then yeah, it, it, it should deserves be, to be called out. It, it deserves to be called out. It doesn't right. make a difference. Now again, let's be honest. This is America. Mm -hmm. If you want to only hire white people, mm -hmm. and that comes out, mm -hmm. and people who are, um, you know, have the qualifications to work at Shellshock, mm -hmm. but you don't hire them based on the fact that, not because they're black or not because they're Asian or Jewish, but because you only do white people, mm -hmm. then uh, I am a proud capitalist. Mm -hmm. I won't support your business. Mm -hmm. I won't support a business. Like now you're getting into the leverage. No. no, no, I love where you're going. Right, I but, agree with you. Right. I agree with but, you. But that's, I think that's what businesses I'm should have the right to discriminate. Absolutely. Because that is your freedom to choose. I agree with you. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you snuck that up on me because it was like, oh, shit, you're doing a libertarian <laughs> idea now. And it's like, okay, fair enough. And, and fair what, enough. And, what, and what's really <laughs> funny is like, I've been- a But is it because of libertarian values no, or- I, I've been a conservative for, as I mean, probably the last 15 years, as soon as I started getting into politics, mm -hmm. I kind of was, you know, my, my story in, in short was like, I turned off FM radio one morning because yeah. they were talking about uh, on, the, on the FM radio <laughs> in LA and I'm just like- I'm like, God, I feel myself just the uh, brain cells exploding yeah. one by one. I turned on AM radio, 
found talk radio, and I was never into politics. Didn't care. And the next thing I know, I like driving to work. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, like, yeah. wow, that makes sense. And before I know it, I'm like, wow, I'm not even. I'm not a. I thought all Jews were Democrats, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not even a Democrat. I'm not even a Republican. I'm are, like a. Are most Jews Democrats? So a, a lot of uh, most Orthodox Jews tend to vote Republican. Orthodox being practicing Jews. Practicing Jews. Okay. Uh, tend to be. Uh, more because they align more with the traditionalism of the Republican Party. Yes, okay. and 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 you know the the Judeo Christian value system and stuff like that. So a lot of them, most of them, tend to vote uh, Republican. Right. Reformed and conservative Judaism, and by conservative, I don't mean for the your listeners, I don't mean conservative politics. Right. But, um, they, in a lot of cases, tend to vote left. So really? yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. The reformed and conservative Judaism uh, Jews, in I'm not going to say in most cases, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but a, a huge, overwhelmingly big number mm-hmm. uh, tend to be more liberal. I did, um, I did see or I did hear where an, <laughs> I did hear where Kanye now calls himself a black Jew. He oh, says yeah. he's Jewish, and I'm guessing that just means that he's converted to Judaism. No. What is he referring to? Because um, so, he was saying that original the original Jews were black. Well, Did my, I don't want to misquote him. Isn't that what he said or something similar? Some, some, okay, so there's a, a theory, and I don't know it well enough, so I, I really don't want to delve into it, but there's a, theory, there's a, a group called the Black Hebrew Israelites. Yes. Matter of fact, they were at that protest with Nick Sandman, who when the Native American was beaten yeah, on yeah, the yeah. drum, they were behind him also egging him on to go after those white, white kids. So I don't know enough about the black Hebrew Israelites. All I know is they claim to be Jewish. Uh Um, And, you know, the problem is if you're worshiping Jesus and and you're not practicing any of the Jewish laws. Yeah, how can you be? Right. And, and, you know, I've been stopped because, you know, I wear my yarmulke everywhere Mm -hmm. I go. um, And I've been stopped in numerous places. And. You know, my favorite thing that these people came up, uh, uh, the, the black Hebrew Israelites came up to me. They were like, so are you Jewish? And I'm like, yes, I am. And they're like, oh, so you're not really a Jew because you're like Jew-ish. And I'm like, you do know that's a grammar <laughs> thing, right? Like, you know, it's like I'm a Jew. You really want to major on that? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and, and like, th- but they believe that. They believe that. Shut up. Yeah, no, they so absolutely. It's like, so me, are you blackish? <laughs> right. Or, or, and I turned to them like, well, are people from Ireland not real Irish, Irish. Yeah, like because it's yeah because it's ish. I'm like it's literally that's gr- that's the most superficial argument you could ever make. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and 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 you know so whether Kanye believes that he's one of the ba- black Hebrew Israelites and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. go back in history and and you know Jews came from Iran and and you know those areas in the mm-hmm. Middle East and maybe parts of Africa mm-hmm. um, and yes I'm I'm what they call an Ashkenaz Jew right mm-hmm. so I come from European descent mm-hmm. um, and I might not have been OG Jewish but you know right. at, at the end of the, at the end of the day I'm a practicing Jew right and that makes me a lot more Jewish than someone who's that's gonna come off really bad <laughs> I know what you mean right a Jew, that's it. We're right. canceling his Jewish that, that, that's you, heard it, right? that. you heard that. We're done. <laughs> hey, let's get foreskin back. Right? <laughs> Reattach it. Reattach Bring it. it in here. Reattach uh, it. Uh, uh, no, but uh, what I mean by that is, uh, to me, a Jew is a Jew, right? Like, yeah. like whether you're practicing or not, a Jew is a Jew. Um, and but wouldn't that matter, though, if you're practicing versus not practicing? No. In Judaism, we believe as if 
you don't lose your Judaism. You don't if you're lose not if you're not practicing. Right. You, you, you like you you're said, still right? a Jew. You're still a Jew. So you're still going to be his anointed people just by simple blood. Right. Okay. A, a Jew is a Jew. Um, one hundred forty-four thousand. Well, in our in the Bible, one hundred forty-four thousand Jews. The was it the tribes of Benjamin. But Revelations for us, it's like okay. when, when Moses and Elijah come back, they're there to take the 144,000 Jews, the descendants of, I think it's the tribes of uh, uh, Abraham, excuse me. And uh, don't quote me on that. It's been a long time since I've been in church, but I know what you mean. <laughs> right. So a Jew is a Jew. So, so what, I, what I mean by a practicing Jew, mm-hmm. like someone who... That's observant of Jewish observant traditions. Jewish religion, tradition, yeah. stuff like that. Like if you're, if you're saying like, oh, I'm a Jew, but then you're going out and worshiping jesus all day and and you know uh, have the rosaries and the cross and stuff like that i'm like all right i mean you might be jewish but are you re- you know yeah so it's just one of those things that i don't know if he is who, who i don't know if kanye is mm-hmm. i really don't um, i don't know i kind of get that feeling that he's using it to shield himself well he did from com- the criticisms. I, I, he did come out with a crazy tweet and, and i can't vouch if it was a real tweet but um i don't know if you saw this he said that being called anti-Semitism is the new N-word. He did say that, yeah. It was, okay, so that yeah, was real. That okay. was a real tweet. He actually, he posted that to Twitter. He got his Twitter account back, posted that, and I think he got deleted again. Okay. Uh, I'm just, so, <laughs> when he tweeted that, I was like, are you kidding me? So that's what I'm saying, right? Like, you, using your Jewishness. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and that's what I talk about. To like, shield yourself. Right, and that's what I talk about, like, a victim mentality. Right? Yeah. Like, stop, just stop. Mm-hmm. Like, just own it and move on. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it's all the anti-Semitism in the country. I mean, the constant barrage of attacks in New York. Dude. It, it's nonstop. Why, why didn't the media... This is the other thing that I didn't understand. I remember when it was the Jewish... Um, the temple. Uh, what, what's the actual term for it? Excuse me. The synagogue. The okay. synagogue. When the synagogue was attacked, um, it didn't seem like there was a lot of uh, coverage. I mean, it was during COVID... But seeing that, seeing the Jews locked out of being able to go to the uh, the funeral that I saw, it was up in New York, like New York of all places, New York of all places. It was like, what the hell is going on? Like the Jewish synagogue was was it was it shot or firebombed? Oh, I I don't know which time. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that but okay. But there you go. That answers that question before when you said, where do you see most of the anti-Semitism coming from? Mm-hmm. I would say the left. New mm-hmm. York's all left. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's very few. Republicans in the New York government. Yeah. So, you know, it's all left. Mm. So interesting because I see comments uh, on my Instagram and things like that. Um, Cause I usually stay away from Jewish topics. Cause I don't know a lot about it, especially Israel and Palestine. Um, I know if I had to choose between the Jews and the Muslims, I'm going with the Jews every time. I've been with the Muslims. They're not very fun. They're not very <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't care who doesn't like that. But yeah, I get where you're going with that. But it just, it seems to me like over and over again, anytime a criticism or an observance is made, be it rooted in a stereotype or whatever, instantly the rebuttal by people like, uh, I want to say Shapiro, the, the rebuttal is just instantly like, that's anti-Semitic. And it's just like, mm, okay, but why can't we have these conversations? And, and Ben sometimes will. I'll, I'll give him that. But it does feel like he instantly, instantly, that's anti-Semitic. So, I, again, I can't answer for Ben. Right. I, okay. know, I know him on a personal level. I, I use him, though, because he's like the, well, he's the... He's the biggest... He's the archetype right. Jew, conservative, you know. Right. And it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying that when we watch for things related to Judaism in the conservative movement, instantly Ben Shapiro. 
Right. So again, I know him on a personal level, and I can't answer for him. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can tell you is he is happens to be an amazing individual. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I like him. I think he's probably a good person. He's got yeah, a lot of values. Yeah, heart of gold, and yeah. and surprisingly <clears throat> very down to earth when mm-hmm. you're like just with him. Um, so I can't answer for that. Mm-hmm. But I know personally for me, I remember a bunch of years ago in Miami, a Jewish man was walking home from synagogue on Friday night and was killed. Mm-hmm. And immediately the whole Jewish world was an anti-Semitic attack. Had to be. Mm-hmm. Anti-Semitism. <coughs> and I was watching the news talking about it and my parents who I love, were like, oh, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism. And I'm like, is it possible mm-hmm. that it was just right. some druggie looking for a score, yeah. needed some quick money, saw a random older man was going to steal his wallet, and he didn't have a wallet because I believe it was on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Druggie got pissed off and killed him. And my parents are like, no, it was anti-Semitism. They catch the guy like three days later. You know, cameras, stuff like that. It was a druggie looking for a score. Mm. And all of a sudden, the whole Jewish world was silent. Right. Like, oh, it's such a tragedy. You know, I'm t- I turned to my friends. I'm like, stop jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Not everything <clears throat> in this world is anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just, it's a mentality. It, it's it feels like it's almost exacerbating the issues of... For example, everything is racist now. Everything is anti-Semitic. Everything is misogynistic. Everything is, you know, xenophobic. When in fact, it's not. It's the boy it, who it's the boy who cried wolf. Yes, that's exactly. exactly what it is. Yeah, and and it's something that I, I talk about all the time. That stop jumping to conclusions. And again, like I said earlier, and it's one of the reasons why I don't call out anti-Semites on social media. Mm-hmm. There's Plenty of people who do that. I'm going to concentrate on arming yeah, Jews. Because, in yeah, because once, once you get in the custom of like just calling out anti-Semitism, it's kind of like, it's good and all. I get that. But that's when that's all you're about, people are going to lose interest. They're just going to, it'd be right. like somebody calling out racism nonsense. People are going to lose interest. Right. And, and you got to have more to you. And it's also, you know, in Judaism, there's a, a concept called Asav Soneus Yaakov. And it's Hebrew. And it means Jacob, us, it means um, Asav, right? Jacob's brother right. will always hate. Jacob. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind that is God just created it, that we've had anti-Semitism for 3,000 years. I mean, like right? the children of Ishmael in the Bible talks about, that's where they, that's where supposedly theologians say that was the birth of essentially the children of Ishmael being uh, Muslims, Muslim, right. things such as that. That's where they got their start. And they talked about the different languages, whereas the Tower of Babel, uh, they said, didn't they say one of Noah's children were black and that's where the origins of black people came from? Some of I forget how right, it was. That, that I mean, that again, I, I can't, <coughs> I, I don't, I've never yeah. heard that one of Noah's kids were black. Maybe um, I got that one wrong, you know. I mean, it, it's possible, but mm-hmm. like I would figure it was him, his wife mm-hmm. on the ark. Yeah. No, no other women. So it's either, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Maybe no, but. It was before that. I don't yeah, know. it could be. But, but my. I read po- that somewhere. I was like, hmm, because there was, there was a whole theory behind it. I was like, I don't know if that's true or not, because then again, how would you trace lineage if right. it was just too. Yeah, but anyway. I know. But all, all I know is for 3,000 years, there's been anti Semitism mm-hmm. and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And, and what I tell people is you will never get rid of it. But if you can learn self-defense and whether mm-hmm. it's with a firearm mm-hmm. you know 
a martial arts. A do you, do you teach book. only to Jewish people? No, hell no. Okay, because I had no. somebody in the comments that were kind of like, uh, why does it teach only to Jewish people? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I mean, if someone, look, I'm not like a certified instructor. I can do basic, take you to the range for the first time and instruct you that way. There's mm-hmm. a lot people here in Texas who are. Oh, God, they're everywhere. Everywhere. And it's they're like Brazilian jiu-jitsu back in the 90s. There's exactly. a fucking grappler on every corner. Now exactly. there's like some dude that's like an ex-Navy SEAL on every corner. He's probably got a book deal in a movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right? <laughs> um, no, but, that, you know, I, I will take, if, if someone calls me or uh, messages me on you know social media, hey, can you... Yeah, because you, you and I have known each other for a few years. Yeah. It's like, I've never, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm not, I, I don't care who it is. Yeah. You know? But, um, yeah, so th- that's what I say, is that... You will never be able to stop anti-Semitism, but if you can learn some sort of self-defense, mm-hmm. be it guns, knives, martial arts, whatever, you will slow it down. Mm-hmm. Because if you make them more afraid of us than we are of them, yeah, could be one way. Could be just yeah. let them know you're not a soft target. Exactly. I see. Exactly. Where do you see America going with these elections coming up? Oh man, um, if Republican wins, if Republicans win, I'm gonna guess we're gonna have some riots. Um, I already saw articles where there are cities that are boarding up boarding right now. Boarding up already. And for um, those, don't worry. We're going to cover midterms starting at 7.30. I see people in the uh, the chat. They're all, like, why are you covering it? We're, we're doing it at 7.30, as I've announced all over social media. You just don't listen. So <laughs> I can't help idiots. It's not my fault. Um, yeah. So uh, I think if Republicans win, uh, we will have a riot. I think if Democrats win, just... People are going to go to work. People are going to go to work, but mm-hmm. I... I it's going to be a rocky two years. It's um, already been a rocky two yeah. years. And, and I this will probably get, you know, a lot of flack. I don't know your listeners at all, really. But, man, I don't, don't hold back. I don't, I don't know. I, Fuck them I, nerds, dude. No. If they don't like it, I don't care. Oh, no, I, I know. But, like, I just... Trump is already coming after DeSantis and saying, yeah. hey, if you, if you run, I'm going to destroy... I'm like, oh, my God, just act like a freaking adult for one... Like, yeah. Like, you know what? If he runs... Who cares? Why do you have to trash him? Like, I think Trump is That's Trump. And and you know the you know the meme of like the guy, the superhero, like trying to push the buttons, like which one yeah. does he push, right? So like I wanna I wanna make one where it says Trump and DeSantis, and like the idea is all these people who love Trump, right? They all move to Florida, mm-hmm. like all these like conservative pundits, right? And they love DeSantis. So it's like, what happens when Trump rips DeSantis? It's like Oh my God! Am I yeah. Trump or DeSantis now? No. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to trash Trump now that he, mm-hmm. you know, is going after DeSantis? Like, you know, it's uh, interesting you say that because I've seen a lot of people on social media that are defending DeSantis against Trump, saying this is too far, and I agree it is too far. There's no need. Like on the day before midterms, no why are need. you spilling blood on this? This, but again, here's the other thing. That's Trump. That's what you get. You know, I can't even sit there and say why. It's like that's who Trump is. If he, and here's the other thing. I kind of respect it. But I don't agree with it. I respect right. in a sense of if he views you, if Trump came after me, it's like, okay, he views me as a threat. I take right. pride in that. Right. He does view DeSantis as a threat because they're polling right now. Absolutely. Trump's got 70%. DeSantis has got 10 DeSantis hasn't even made an announcement yet. Right. But it is, I'm, I'm almost like, I'm kind of excited for it. Like, I can't wait to see what happens to the GOP if there is a massive rift between DeSantis and Trump because you've got two powerhouses right here. And my thing is, let Trump run again. He's got the clout. He's let him do it. DeSantis take the next term. I so don't think those two would go well on a ticket together. I would think. I, I yes, I agree. Um, I personally would like to see DeSantis over Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Trump is. Why is that? 
I think just Trump's way too decisive now. Uh, not not in decisive. Divisive. Uh, divisive. Thank you. He's um, always been divisive. No, but I think now more than ever. I I think there's a lot of people who voted for him in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, who at this point are like, no, we we just need someone new. Mm-hmm. We we just need start from scratch. I've fresh seen an, blood. I've seen a an emergence of some conservatives on social media saying we need someone that's going to be as um, adamant. As strong of a leader, but not as controversial. You mean DeSantis? That's that's why Des- I, I call DeSantis Trump light. So like, I, I call DeSantis him- a refined Trump, Trump with Trump with the core. There you go. That, that's what mm-hmm. I've been saying, uh, yeah. and that's why I want DeSantis to run. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I'd rather make the best of both. Like give Trump another shot, give him another four years, and then let DeSantis come in and clean up. So my big worry with Trump also is there's been lots of talk that if he does run, he's going to pick Tulsi Gabbard. Oh God! As no. a running mate, God no. And I can—I know Tulsi. I like her, but she's unproven. She's and, unproven. And, and not only that, as a two-way guy, which is my main focus, she changed her stance supposedly. And the only thing that locks that down is now she's out there endorsing conservative uh, congressional candidates like Meyer Flores and the rest of them. So she is actively going out there campaigning for Republicans. Yeah, but again, look at uh, um, what's Liz Cheney. Uh, no, I was going to say what's her uh, John Cornyn. Mm-hmm. Who just voted for mm-hmm. a massive gun mm-hmm. reform? Uh, you know, yeah. gun control. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. He is a literally one of the two senators from uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want to see Tulsi Gabbard, who a has had a history of being anti two A, mm-hmm. and Trump, who was the worst president in history for the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me start off with Trump was not a pro two A president. I'll give you that. Yes. Worst. I don't know about that because wasn't it uh, who established the um, not the NRA? Jesus, I know this. NFA, I'm tired. NFA. Thank you. Uh, that was back in like what thirties? I was gonna say thirty five. Thirty four. Was that was that Roosevelt right? Because Roosevelt established Social Security back in thirty five, so I think that'd be him. Okay, so and then Reagan also was not a pro two A president either. Like Republicans love them some Reagan. Don't get me wrong; he had a lot of great stuff. He was not a pro two A president. The problem is right now, all the problems we're having with the two A, whether it's the bump stock, whether mm-hmm. it's the brace, whether it's, uh, you know, you name it, it all mm-hmm. stemmed from Trump. Trump, who yeah. said, who who literally said, "Let them take the guns first, due process second. Yep. Yeah, and but that itself. Thing, but you know, it was kind of a good thing that happened. Not that it's good, but I'm saying him doing that allowed us to see other people that would expose themselves that said nothing. For example, Turning Point, nothing. Right. NRA, nothing. nothing. Not a peep. Right. The very same. That's why I don't like Turning Point. I think they are grifters. I think they are Trump loyalists. And that scares me because it means you're not going to defend the Constitution right. when the time comes for it. Right. So when I see stuff like that, it's like, yeah, I don't agree with that, but I'm glad it happened because now we know the NRA is a bunch of just sham artists. They're liars. And I've seen gun owners of America do way more good. So I actually just had a conversation. I voted uh, last week or two weeks ago when early voting started, mm-hmm. and uh, Jamie Jolly was, and I'm sure you've seen. I don't know who that is. No. So she's running for Congress, and like, her, I, I get like four thousand flyers from her a day. Okay. And oh, she local? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and she got a. Uh, I, I got a text message from ca- from her campaign. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, are you in for Jamie Jolly? And I was like, 
answering them back. I'm like, well, what's her stance on the federal government's overreach of the Second Amendment? And they're like, well, she has an A-plus rating from the NRA. That doesn't mean shit. And, and I, 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 messaged, <laughs> I, I messaged them back, and I'm like, y'all know that, like, that's not a flex, right? Like, that makes me think that she's going to compromise That's on the like second the amendment Liberty report that I've heard, I've heard I've heard I've heard Dan Bunge you know quote when applying it to certain candidates and if you actually go look up who runs the Liberty report it's Blaze Media no, it's it? bias okay it's bias as hell because I'd had Dan Crenshaw on and it's when Crenshaw and I don't agree with the Crenshaw on a lot of stuff but when Dan Crenshaw had made the statements before Adam Kitzinger really shot himself in the foot and said Kitzinger if he had voted more in line with Trump's policies than I think a lot of members on the Freedom Caucus, and it was true. Because there was this website, I think it was like 520, I forget what it was, it's not 528, it's a different one, but it actually shows every single bill that has come down from Congress and where each candidate has voted on it. Kitzinger, 99% voted in line with Trump's agenda. Now he's gone completely polar opposite. Right. So it's like when somebody quotes the NRA or somebody quotes the Liberty Report, it's like you're quoting from a biased source. Granted, I would love to believe you, but it's not true. And right. I just want the truth so I can formulate an accurate opinion or hopefully an accurate no, opinion. No, 100%. And, and I, when I went to vote, Jamie Jolly was actually in the parking lot. And I, I'm not going to say I confronted her, but I, I, you know, I went up to her and I'm like, hey, you know, I voted for you. But something yeah. you should understand that in Texas – if your campaign is telling everyone that you have a A plus rating from the NRA, it's not the flex you think it is. And you know, I, I and I and I, and I told her, I said, you know, if you really want to get real gun owners to really support you, I said, reach out to Gun Owners of America, mm -hmm. reach out to Firearms Policy Coalition, mm -hmm. or even the Second Amendment Foundation. Yep. Get one of those three to back you, or all of them, or right, or, or all, all of them, or, right, them, yeah. or all of them. But if you get one of those three and say, oh, by the way, you know, Gun Owners of America gave me an A plus rating, I'm like, okay. That's someone that I'm going to vote for. Exactly, yeah. So I've seen that before. And she took notes. Now, what What she actually wrote, she had a pad. I saw her writing the notes. Whether she's going to do something with it, who knows? They would have confronted Ted Cruz and got the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll look into it. Yeah. It was the uh, VA in Temple. And he never looked into it. Right. There's just a lot of bullshit going on. And, it, yeah. yeah. But here's the I get it. They got a busy agenda. But at the same token, it's like, look, this is an issue. This is a serious issue. Right. You should look at it or send one of your people. And we never got that. But, right. yeah, same thing. I agree. It's like the NRA endorsement, it's just it's not worth anything anymore. And so when I see, uh, I forget who it was, they wanted me to go to some NRA convention. It's like, we'll fly out here. It's like, no, thanks. I was like, I'm good. I don't, I don't support them. I was like, I think it's just nothing but a money organization now. Right. I think it's just, it's an, when I see NRA bumper stickers, like, I don't think you really know what's going on. I think it's a lot of these older generation guys, because the NRA used to do good, good yep. when Charlton Heston was ahead of it, when it was doing good. And then it's just become like so money corrupt. Yeah, uh, no, Dana they, Lo, didn't Dana Loesch leave? Yeah, Dana Dana left, uh, uh, Colin Moore yeah. left. And, yeah. um, and I think that was when Trump said that. Um, when he talked about the Second Amendment, and they even took note, they're like, "You're not. Why are you silent yeah. on this?" Because, and that's the thing that pisses me off. It's like I wish I could be hand in hand with Turning Point. I wish I could be hand in hand with with NRA. But when you turn your back on the Constitution, I'm sorry, that's you're it. on the you're on the opposite side now. Yeah, ab no, ab absolutely. So it, it's it's um. And you know the reason I was told from somebody higher up in Turning Point why they couldn't say anything about Trump because they're a nonprofit and we're not allowed to get political. <laughs> Bro, I looked at that guy. I was like, are you, you kidding? Do you think I'm stupid? Do you God. think, do I look Jewish to you? No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. That's no, I, I swear to God, they said that's why they couldn't do it. Right. And I was like, then what's the point of your organization? Because you, they said, we can't talk about policy. 
I was like, that's the whole that's the whole premise behind your organization like, to begin with. To educate, yeah. yeah, conservatism on right. college campuses. It's like, so what are you what are you talking about? So I started to see lies and then grifting. I'm like, okay, so you guys aren't really about the concept. You're not really about the Second Amendment. And Trump, by and large, and I know a lot of people aren't going to like hearing this. He's a populist, right? But I do like that about him because he listens to his own side, right? Because when Trump did that, he caught massive blowback. And then his own son, people were going after Junior saying, fix your dad. Right. And I think I don't know where Trump stands anymore on that. But going back to your original point, I can see the concern for that to where you have Trump who is, I wouldn't say pro 2A, he's just there. Right. He's going to go with what the majority of the GOP wants. And then Tulsi, who has not proved herself yet. Not at all. Not and, at all. And like I said, I've liked Tulsi Gabbard. I, I actually was very worried when she was running for president. Bro. I mean, I thought she would have. Thank you. She posed the biggest the threat biggest to threat Trump. Trump. She absolutely. could have destroyed him on the debate stage. De- destroyed him. And and she would have won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, maybe not won. No, no, I agree because I think it's, it says something when your own side does not want Hillary. Right. But, <laughs> but no, I, the reason why I think she, she had a very real possibility of winning is because all the people, the independents who were like on the fence about Trump mm-hmm. would have voted for her. I agree. Because she's level-headed. Yeah. And she's like an old school Democrat, yeah. but anti-gun. I think, I think uh, to caveat off your point, I think we're going to see tonight when we see the midterm election results coming in, we're going to, I think it's going to show how bad the DNC has become because they have allowed the trans agenda, the child gender mutilation agenda, the drag queen story, all those agendas to come in and infiltrate the DNC to where Tulsi is a moderate Democrat. Right. She's not a progressive. She's a moderate. Yes. So if a moderate had taken charge or had won the primaries, and we didn't even have as progressive tendencies as we do now within the DNC back in 2016. Right. But I do feel like she would have been a solid pick for the DNC to really combat Trump. And tonight when we see these midterm turnouts, if if by and large the DNC starts losing a lot of ground, I think it's a very big indicator to see that the progressive movement is killing the DNC, and I'm here for it. Uh, Oh, absolutely. And and I think happily that they will double down think so oh yeah i don't think so don't i think, think so? i think they're gonna have to they're gonna have to put the brakes on hit the anchor and say we yeah, need but, to but look at everyone in the dnc right now they're yeah. all super yeah you think you it's think, true you think bernie sanders you think aoc oh, he's done no but i'm saying you think aoc is gonna yeah. like okay yeah, I no i think i'm gonna start becoming <laughs> a little more moderate like no it, I, you know here's the thing though i don't know Normally, I would say no. They're going to go straight. But then they're going to have to eventually come to Jesus and have a come to Jesus <laughs> meeting. Uh, in your case, it'd be come to no one. Right. So, <laughs> I love us. But it would be one of those things to where it's like, okay, what do we need to start doing to start locking down some wins? And if we have to start reversing course on some of this stuff, I think they'll do it because they're going to get tired of losing. That or they double down and they really start rigging elections. I, I mean... Yes, but at the same time, it's like, oh, let's put Fetterman up again. Oh, and, Jesus, and no, yeah. but, but that, that's my no, point. Know, yeah, my know, point yeah. is like, like <laughs> if they would think, it, I you, can't believe Democrats are voting for a stroke victim. I, I'm okay with voting for a stroke victim who has recovered properly, and enough, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like, like right? hasn't recovered yet. Right? Has yet? I mean, Fetterman makes Biden sound like freaking oh my God. Stephen Hawking. I mean, like. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. And look, you know, I've been saying this for a while. People need to stop saying it's Biden's fault because it's not Biden's fault. He has no idea what the hell he's doing. Oh, I agree. I agree. Whoever is pulling his strings and and, uh, to get into conspiracy theories, I think it's Obama's third term. Yeah. Mm. Um, No, because even Obama, see, and this is why I disagree with that, because even Obama wasn't this bad. Because if you look at the GDP 
and you look at the economy and all the figures and stats, I looked at this the other day, Trump did inherit a downward trending economy, but Trump also took it better, not downward, excuse me, a, a, a growing economy. Inflation was dropped. It was, it was good. Obama's wasn't terrible. Now, I actually look at the stats on this. Under Biden, it is, there is no denying he butchered it. So Obama did not make these mistakes. So why would he make these mistakes with, with Biden as far as like the canceling the Keystone Pipeline, unless he was embracing a, a progressive green deals that he was wanting to push? Because Obama's a lot smarter. And Obama, uh, Obama knew that even with handlers, call it Soros, if you will, mm-hmm. right? Even with him, he, do, he did understand you can't tank the whole economy and the whole country in two years, right? You have to spread it out. And there was such pushback over eight years that, that they did slow it down. You think so? I, I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm probably wrong because usually my wife always tells me I'm wrong. So, <laughs> you know, I'm probably wrong. But um, no, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. Who, whoever who, I love how people are like, oh, we have to get rid of Biden. Oh, we have. To, I'm like, stop. Yeah. Follow the money. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like who, but clearly. And same thing with you said that, by the way. Yeah, said follow, that. Follow, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right. right. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me warm up my space laser. Um, no, but like at the same time, it, it, I posted on Twitter yesterday that. Or maybe this morning, I said, if Fetterman wins, mm-hmm. all he is is a vote. Oh yeah, I agree. He is yeah. a, he is a vote. He he will not be allowed to speak on the House floor. He will no. not be allowed to have any media appearances. He will disappear. Except no, every I now and I disagree. No, no, when I say he'll disappear, meaning if they need a body there yeah. to be like, oh, Senator Fetterman. No, because you know, look at look at how they're phrasing it already. They they've already recategorized him as disabled. Because when Fetterman debated Oz, and that, that debate was kind of like, oh, good Lord. Like, I don't like Democrats. By and large, I do not like the DNC policies. I don't like them at all. But even I looked at this, like, dude, I kind of feel sorry for this guy. Like, he's going to have another stroke. He's in such a stressful situation. That is the worst situation to be in. But what I see with Fetterman, though, is they are going to hoist him up, like, move over minority females. Because that, like, that, that is like the, my God, you struck gold. If you can find a minority woman then boom, that's why I think Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris because right. Kamala Harris polled at 1% in the primaries. Right. She was, even Democrats didn't want her, but Biden picked her because she was a black female. But with someone like Fetterman, I think they would put him back in the spotlight and simply say, if you criticize him, you're an ableist, ableist, whatever you want to call it. I guess I didn't think about that, and I think that's definitely a possibility. Democrats love using that. They love using that. I mean, fuck, that's why they put out, uh, that's why Pelosi originally loved the squad, and then the squad started turning on the DNC, and they were like, get control of your people, and Pelosi's like, then she started to realize this cancel culture mob that belongs to the progressives, that these these women, the jihad squad, whatever you call them, have a good control over, Right. you can't control them. Right. And if that's the fact, your party is out of control. Right. So I know I, I I guess I didn't think about that. And I think you you can definitely see that with Fetterman. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that I just saw it on Twitter as soon as it happened. Oh really? They, they instantly, it's like Republicans are criticizing him because he's disabled. It's like what? And then they started going back to when Trump was making fun of the reporter who he thought was retarded. Oh God! That one that was taken out of context too because I saw it. It's like he's he's not doing that. He didn't right. even know the reporter had that. So right. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think oh by and large Fetterman is just going to be a body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely not going to write any policy or anything right. like that. Or he's not going to write any. Uh, no, he's, he's not going to sit on any committees. And if no. he does, he's just an empty chair. An empty chair. Exactly. He's, yeah. he's, like I said, they're not going to let him speak. They're not going to let him have any media appearances unless, you know, here he is. Right yeah. Here, just wave to, you know. I think they're just going to look at him and go, oh. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. What do you see happening in Texas tonight? Beto versus Abbott. I mean, it seemed just from the polling. And then I, I never really 
pay attention to polling because yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. usually wrong. Yeah. But I mean, it did seem like overwhelmingly people were not for Beto. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big Greg Abbott fan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I just, it is what we have. And bro, seeing these last two years of Abbott really disappointed me. Operation Lone Star was a massive bust. I had troop friends that were on the ground saying, John, this is a big uh, publicity stunt. We can't even detain people. We're spending how many millions on this? Right. Troops down at the border living in shit. Just, so this and is, then Abbott's raising the smoking limit to 21. It's like, what's going on here? Right. So this is what I will tell you. For the first six years of Abbott's uh, tenure... Uh, he didn't do a damn thing. Yeah. And if you look at what he's done in the last two years, mm -hmm. his conservative policies have been like on super overdrive. Now, mm -hmm. yes, some, not all of them were good, mm -hmm. but have been on overdrive. Why? Well, in 2020 at CPAC, mm -hmm. they took, you know, the 2024 CPAC poll of mm -hmm. who would be possible contender for presidency in 2024. Greg Abbott, I believe, came second to the last, second to last out of like 20 candidates, mm -hmm. and he got like point like 2% mm -hmm. of the votes. The following day is when he announced the, or maybe within the, the we a week, he, that's when he announced uh, no more mass mandates. Oh, okay. And then from there on, we got mm -hmm. constitutional carry. Yeah. And like everything starts snowballing. That, see, that's the thing that pisses me off. It's like, if you were so adamant about constitutional carry, why did it take so long? Yeah. And now, don't get me wrong. I'm not ungrateful. Thank you for giving me the rights that God already gave me. But exactly. Whatever. But it's like, what took you so long? And to me, that that's political theater. And right. I hate that. It's yep. like if you, if I was governor, day one in office, I want Texas Congress to come together. This is what we're doing. Right. And I want to put it to a vote. Constitutional carry now. Yep. Because that's the Second Amendment. And people, oh my God, people say, well, they need to be trained. It's like, you got to get, get a license to drive a car. Well, where is that in the Bill of Rights? Right. It's exactly. not. It's the not. Second Amendment is. I'm pretty right. sure if we had vehicles, like, motivated, they would have been like, well, you know. No, I still don't think they would have done that. I don't even believe in a lot. I don't even believe in firearm licensing. I think it's bullshit. Right. It's your right. All money. money. Yeah. It's revenue. But it's revenue. You think Beto stands a chance, though? Because the polling that I saw, the polls that I just saw today, it was like, we were talking about the podcast before. It's like nine, Abbott's up by nine points. I don't know if that if that's accurate because what we've seen in Texas in the past, it's like it does concern me that Texas is turning more blue. Right. I hope I'm proven wrong. I'm not really calling it either way. I just, I want to see, I would rather see my nightmares not confirmed. Right. You know? I think I'm not worried about polls closing. When is it? Yeah, in, they think they're in, almost in, closed. In 24 minutes. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not worried about polls closing in 24 minutes. I'm, wor I'm worried about 3, 3 a.m., Oh gee, Tonight. dude, you're not even kidding on no, that. No, I'm no, I'm not. That, not that's what that's literally that, yeah. what I'm worried about, bro. I'm already seeing it right now. And Mar I feel Maricopa County yes. is saying that their 90% of the machines aren't working. It's like yeah. we can send a guy to the moon, but we can't have working machines. How how is it? The last election was like what two years ago? Yep. How has this not been? I look at it, and I know I look at this from a military perspective as far as, like, you test your equipment, you you prep all of your equipment at least 48 hours prior. They've had two years, two years. Why I posted something? They're running out of paper. How? That that's like so, bro. If all you sell is apples and grapes, and you run out of both, you're an idiot. Right. So it's not. It's okay. It's not. It's not even. It's not even just uh, a military. Twenty four hours. No, but I'm saying it's not even a military. Yeah, well, I know. I, I, I'm coming from it like. Oh, uh, what's what's the um the company that does it? Dominion. Dominion. Now I don't know if this was Dominion here in Texas. Oh, it's not, okay. So no, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But all I'm I saying is them. that like. 
You guys dropped the ball in 2020. Bro, did they? You're fired. We're finding someone new. uh, Elizabeth Warren was criticizing Dominion Software back in 2016, and then when it goes in favor of them. I mean, you know, both sides do this. Yeah, no, 100%. As long as the sword swings your way, then you love carrying the sword. But if it swings the other way, then, oh, damn the sword. Look, I think at the end of the day, I think... Democrats are more like, do you have a license for that? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, I think at the end of the day, I think uh, uh, Abbott will win. Um, I I, I hope so. I mean, I think he will, uh, unless... We see numbers changing at three o'clock in the morning. And what's crazy is you see all the Democrats already saying like, hey, you know, uh, we won't be able to count all the votes until a week from now. Oh, like, bro, that's the thing that's pissing me off. Oh, my God. Like, in the military, they call that prepping the objective. They're getting the objective. So for example, Iwo Jima. Okay. Before troops hit the beach, they were pounding, pounding the shit yeah, out of it. Right. Prepping the objective. Right now, Democrats for the past two years have been sitting there saying election deniers are a threat to democracy. Yep. Now you've got Stacey Abrams making the same claims. Hillary Clinton came out, made the same <laughs> claims. So it's like the same things you've been levying against us for the last two years. Now you're starting to say before the election even happened, what reason would you have for saying that? Because you know you're about to get creamed and you want a way to combat it. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, 100%. I'm it's, just, it's crazy. I, I'm just really worried that like, if this keeps happening, like it, let's say it does happen again, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like clearly there's something Bro, wrong. Yeah. If in 2024 it happens again, mm-hmm. dude, it's that. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't take this term lightly. Civil war. I uh, yeah. But it's gonna get to the point where if Republicans, by and large, feel like the voting process is no longer secured and it has been uh, manipulated. What else do they have to lose? That they they ha- they don't because it, at this point, look at what the gas prices are doing. Slavery, slavery, or freedom. That's bro. literally what it comes down to. And it's it's a dangerous time. And yep. I know every time it's like you know this is the most it's like bro. If the systems are rigged, what else do we have to lose? Because right. we're already paying insane amount of freaking property. Just property tax in my area is just through the roof. It just taxes in general. Right. And Biden is no friend of small businesses. No, not at all. And I mean, you know, you own a small business. Yep. It, it's it's just mind boggling to me. Yeah. So it's, it does it does scare me a little bit. It's like, Democrats, please stop doing this because I don't think you understand what you're about to create because I feel like Republicans, by and large, are like a wet powder keg. You keep applying heat to it over time, and eventually it's going to explode. And I feel like when Republicans explode, Antifa ain't nothing but a speed bump. Right. You're going to see militiamen come out of the woodwork and start mowing these people down. Yeah. And I hate to say it, if law enforcement gets in the way, you're going to meet the same fate. That 100%. They will. Because and, I f- and, you know, it's deserved. Because the thing that pisses me off, like, say, for example, in Texas, um, I didn't know there's a place in Plano that did this, but they had a child drag show or a child-friendly yeah, drag show. Uh, I didn't know that. Just re- like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, where's CPS? Where, where, is, where are the police? Because if I can't bring a child into a strip club, why am I allowed to bring it into a place a where strip men... to the child, yeah. Yeah. And I think the counter for that would just be, well, they're not nude. It's like, but, dude... That guy's no, got a wedgie, and they they wear the fake breasts. One thing, like they were actually out. Yeah, and I'm like, this is not proper for a child to be exposed to. Now it's if it if we do keep going down this path, it's going to be a a. And I mean, you're in the military, so you know I've been asked this question numerous times. I'm like, I can't answer it. Mm-hmm. Will the military, the leadership will go left, and the enlisted will go right, and but the enlisted will the enlisted lift, listen to the leadership. Right, like, like, are they, are, are they, yeah. they going to break off and say, "Hey, yeah, you know what, you, you sorry. now you're combating various levels of brainwashing, right? Because I mean, we're brainwashed. I'm not even going to like you. You have to buy into it. You have to buy into the fact that I'm no longer a human. I'm a number, right? And I'm my job is to kill. 
unfortunately, I feel like your younger people probably won't. Your older guys will be like, no, I'm not doing this. This is an unlawful order. So I don't know. I really don't know. And, and another thing is, you know, with all the numbers uh, in recruiting down. Oh, my God. It's bad. Which is horrible. Like I love it, though. Well, I love well, it. It's well, like people don't want to join a woke military. Well, right. And we'll all like the veterans who just fought for the last 20 years, people mm -hmm. like you and, you know, countless other people who are just saying, no, what's going on in this country is total BS. Yeah. They, I mean, these, like you said, you guys were trained to kill. Mm -hmm. Like, and 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 at this point, if it comes to a civil war, mm -hmm. you guys don't have any red tape to cut through. No, you guys will have these. I mean, groups that'll just be like, yeah, news station, easy objective, let's go. Oh, it wouldn't be the news station. No, but I'm just using. I'm yeah, using. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, control yeah. the media, right? I don't think people, by and large, understand what American-style civil war would consist of. They think like the Battle of Gettysburg. Like, no, it's going to be like operations in Baghdad. Precision. Exactly. Yeah. The thing was, like, I would just adopt Taliban tactics. Yeah. You would never know. Like, you would never know. It's not going to be. Uh, it'd be like drive-bys. Yeah. We're going to get in unmarked vehicles and we're going to conduct drive. But we're going to do all kinds of operations. The thing is, it won't be one that we're going to do every day. It'll be just like the Taliban. You've got the watches, but we've got the time, and we'll just wear yep. you down over time. Yep. Pretty much. And here's the other thing, and I know it sounds screwed up. I, I'd go after families. If I saw an elected official that is going on the opposite side of the Civil War, it's like, I'm going after your family because I'm going to hit you where it hurts. Right. Bad. I'm going to put you on your knees. Like That's the other thing I do not screw around with. When it comes to something like that, it's not, let's put the kids like, no, you strike and you strike hard and you make them afraid to walk outside that front door. You make them afraid to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to listen to what you're saying now. Right. I have, I, here's the thing. I pray it never comes to that. 100%. Right. Because I'm, I'm nice. I'm a teddy bear. But if it ever came to that, gloves are off. Right. Like, you're not an American in my eyes. Right. Like you personally. You know no, no, I, no, I get it. But it's like, you're, and that's how, that's how I feel about amnesty with the COVID. It's like, no. When time came for you to stand for what I considered to be American um, values, which is the, the belief in freedom, the belief in liberty, religious freedom, medical freedom, when the time came, you crumbled. Right. You bent the knee. You did not stand up for us. And the thing that really pisses me off, they had access to the same information we did, and they chose to ignore it. So it's like, no, you don't get amnesty from me. I don't yeah. like you. No. <laughs> I feel like you you failed the test, yeah. and, you know, and that was a serious test. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure after the American Civil War, eventually the North and South got together and like, okay, hey, you know, my bad, guys, the whole slavery thing, my bad, my B. Yeah, no, this, this would be different. Think this, so? Yeah. I, I think... Eventually, yeah, it's not going to be like, all right, yeah, we screwed up. It'll it'll be capitulation. Think so? Yeah. I would love to see a Nuremberg 2.0. I would. And that's what Come Republicans on. are promising. If Rand Paul, or if Republicans take the uh, the House, they're talking about uh, Rand Paul spearheading an investigation of the Fauci. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Holding my breath. Not at all. Republicans what, now, that's interesting. You zero spine. There it is. There not, it is. They, they're all talk. Do you think that's going to change with this election? No. You don't? No. Why not? Because they don't have a spine. You don't think they're going to grow one now? Because no. I feel like, for example, Section 230 for Internet or for uh, social media. Right. That needs to be on the tip. That's like that needs to get fixed. Go away. No more. No more government protecting these these third party uh, applicants. None. But you don't feel like there's going to be enough Republican voters saying, if you don't do this, you're out. We had the ballsiest president in United States history under Trump. Mm. And, and the Republicans still yeah. did nothing uh, yeah i look back at that it's just like what we had control we could have done so why didn't we they don't have a spine yeah they they i mean 
I'm hoping that there's enough young blood coming into Congress. That's now what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. That could possibly. I mean, I, I know I have a friend of mine, Anna Polina. Yeah, I know Anna. Yeah. So uh, Anna's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. she's she's had been to my house. She's running out of Florida. Isn't she's she? running out of Florida. Yeah. So she she seems like she's gonna win, and mm-hmm. I, I can't. I hope be, she does. Yeah, I really cannot be happier for her because she's a, she's just a sweetheart mm-hmm. and she's a fighter. Yeah. Um, I she's do, definitely well. Ugh, Anna's a friend, but even I don't trust her because of her situation to where it's like, I think you're a great human being. I we hang, We've hung a few times, but it's like now that you're in that position, action's not words. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, she's never been... She's never Fair been enough. there. So, so let's. When you know, I say I don't trust, I just mean jury's out. I'm not saying yay or nay. Right. Let's see what she's no, doing. No, absolutely. Let, let, yeah. Let's see what she's doing. But yeah. from all my interactions with her, she's been a huge fighter mm-hmm. for freedom. And, uh, you know, she, I mean, I'm not going to use it. Oh, she's an Air Force vet. But, yeah. you know, she, she's. No, she is, yeah. She, she, I mean, she's a vet. I think you know. her husband is Air Force as well. I believe so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but then I you met have. Him. He's a cool dude. He's too. a great, great yeah. guy. Um, then you have a guy, Conrad Kress. Mm hmm. He is running for Congress in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. He was in the SEALs for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, great guy. And, man, this guy, I'm, I'm, I mean, the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Hawaii is blue, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. got an uphill battle. Yeah, he does. But, yeah. but I'm saying if he ends up making it, I mean, again, Hawaii's blue. Yeah. But let's see what happens, right? Yeah. New, New York's blue, and it looks like they're about to. Bro, New Jersey almost flipped. No, but I'm saying New York might. Lee Zeldin is like. That's going to be an interesting one. It's good, right. It's good, That's going to be an interesting one. Right, absolutely. But, like, you know, I'm saying, like, being in Hawaii, yeah. people are so fed up. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. But, like, I know him, like, this guy, Conrad Crest. If any of your followers are in Hawaii, go vote for him. The guy's mm-hmm. amazing. And, I mean, he shook my hand the first time I met him, and he, he walked away, and I turned to my wife, and she's like, your face is white. I'm like, I think my hand's broken. <laughs> and, like, and like, I'm trying to act all macho. Like, he, he was like a, a veteran SEAL for, for like 25, 26, 30 years. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. He shakes my hand. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, no, so like he's, he's in. There's a, another SEAL, former SEAL, uh, Derek Van Orden mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. There's a few Green Berets running, too. A few Green Berets. Yeah. Um, so I'm saying we got to get some regular infantry guys running. What the hell? It's all the spec ops fuckers. What do they get? No, I'm not. Mm, <laughs> no, man. Nope. I like my job. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I'm making way more money, money doing this, this yeah. and less stress than it would be because I know how people are on social media. It's like, dude. No, I get it. But like, I, They no. would kick me off of so many. I would so never even be appointed to committees in Congress to just be like, this guy called Nancy Pelosi a cunt. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Madam Speaker, go fuck yourself. That's why I saw when Madison See, But that's what we need. That's yeah, what we need. I, we, okay, so I would totally pull that off. I would you, totally be tweeting, Nancy you, Pelosi, go suck start a shotgun. But do you understand the support you would get. Oh, I'd be crucified by the GOP. No, you wouldn't. I think I would. Trump already was. And look what happened to him. That's he, true, he, yeah. He, he, the, the more, the yeah. more brash he was, yeah. the bigger support he got. Yeah. And and you, if you started just telling Nancy Pelosi to go F herself yeah. like on, on the floor... I think that would also be disrespectful to the house, though. This, fair, is, but, fair, but on Twitter, fair. it's fair game. Absolutely, it's like yeah, absolutely. I would be slip on a banana peel, you <laughs> dumb. You know, I get that. I know. I've been thinking about that too, because you got Catalina Lauf out of Illinois. Mm-hmm. I've, I've met her. She actually came to the Shell Shock opening. She was really sweet. I think she'd stand for the Constitution. Or I know she would. Right. A um, lot of people. Um, and I hope the new blood does get in there. Yeah. I hope it does because that could. I think to 
really combat the left, the GOP, and I've continuously said this, the GOP has got to embrace more progressive ideologies in the sense of freedom and liberty. Like, get away. And like Trump said last night, he said, we're going to go back to our Judeo-Christian foundation. I'm like, oh, I could have done without that. And I was yeah. like, don't. And it's not that I'm against it. It's just like, don't alienate the other religions. Yes. Bring them under the same umbrella of the freedom of religion and from religion. Yes. That's where I stand, even though I'm a Christian. It's like, I feel like, and I've made this example so many times because I think right-wingers just don't get it. It's like, say, for example, if... Um, we basically say that we don't want any legislation passed that favors any singular religion at all, at all. Granted, there are values that come with certain bills that you could say, you know, subscribe mainly to Christianity, whatever the case. Right. But as, as long as it's not like on the nose, say, for example, we're going to pass Sharia law. But the reason why I say we should have freedom from religion is if we have people like Ilhan Omar who gets a more majority representation in Congress, more Muslims, and I'm not talking bad about Muslim people, you get where I'm going with this. Yeah. And suddenly they've got the majority, and they want to start passing Islamic-based legislation. What's to stop that? Right, there's nothing. That's why there's checks and balances, and right. that's why I think church and state should always be separate. And it's not an attack on Christianity. In fact, it's actually the opposite. It's not only defending Christianity, it's defending all religions. Is it, isn't, and I, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Um, okay, <laughs> sounds good. I'm uh, your wife now. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe, isn't the original intent of the separation of church and state Nothing to do with passing religious laws. All it was was that... Favoritism of the government. Right, that there would be no one religion controlling the country. Wasn't you it see, something along those lines? It can be argued different ways because even when that was passed, the main religion in America was the Church of England. And the government was favoring that church. I think the church didn't pay tax or something like that. And other sects that sprung up, they were taxed heavily. And they're like, wait a minute, this isn't fair. This isn't right. Why right, is the Church okay. of England? So, And that's when Thomas Jefferson starts speaking about it. I think it was in the letter of Tripoli. Realistically, there is nothing in the Constitution about the separation of church and state. Right. But it's kind of like the principle, it's the guiding idea of freedom and liberty. That's right. what they were for. Right. And, here, and I'll even say this, if the forefathers were against that, then I'm against them. I was like, because I feel like... The forefathers, and this is why people will use this conversation, they'll use it in debates. It's kind of like, well, the forefathers said this. Yeah, the forefathers also had slaves. Right. They didn't get it all right. Even when they wrote, the, what was it, like the three-fifths thing? Right. It's like, they still got that wrong. 100%. They were definitely in the right direction. But there's some things that I feel like, yeah, we should have the separation of church and state to protect all religions. Because I don't think they really could have known how big America was going to become. Not to the extent of how it's a superpower now. Yeah, no, I... I I mean, I think they probably had a, a had notion, an idea, right? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it, I mean, it's like the same thing, right? It's like people are like, oh, well, you know, the Second Amendment was only talking about muskets. I'm like, yeah. Do you well, really want us to use I, muskets? Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Get the hell off social media. Send yeah. me a carrier pigeon with that yeah. message and in, in quill yeah. and, uh, you know, parchment. And Do then, you really want me to shoot this this like two-inch musket ball, ball with no <laughs> rifling? So it's going to go. We don't know where, where it's, it's going. Go. Yeah, exactly. Do you really want me to use this? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, even the forefathers knew because they even had machine guns back then. It was the hand-cranked so ones. I mean, they had the, the oh, God, what's it called? Um, the puckle gun. Yeah. It yep. From uh, I think it was like seventeen, eighteen is mm -hmm. when it came out. So we're talking about you know it wasn't 40 the version years. of our machine gun, but it was a close. Well, but it was, it, was, it was a multi-shot, yeah. right? It was a multi-shot. Yeah, right. So yeah, I mean, so people that make that argument, it was just like um, it's like I don't think they really understand. It, it's kind of like yeah, it might not be written down verbatim, but it's the essence, the principle, right? The driving force of what the Constitution represented. Absolutely. And to me, it's like I want freedom for everybody. Yep. And that's why I want to go back to the point where I feel the GOP becomes more progressive, not in the sense of the comparison of liberal progressivism, but progressive out of the movement of 
religion guides everything to where yeah. instead it's like live and let live. Leave me alone. I don't want to pay for it. Small government. Stay the hell out of the bedroom. Stay the hell out of the marriages. Let them do what they want. So it's funny. Like I said, I, I've been conservative pretty much like you know, for 15 years, but only recently, like I'm, you know, I'll type something. They're like, whoa, we didn't know you were so libertarian. And I'm like, oh, man, shoot, my libertarian. And then I found uh, Spike Cohen. Spike Cohen, yeah. And and um, I like Spike Cohen sometimes. Like he he goes after the ATF a lot. Like yeah. The only time I use Facebook, I'll go look at what Spike's Spike post. Said, yeah. I need to get him on the show. I emailed him a while back and I forgot to follow up. So he, Yeah. So I, I'm kind of like slowly becoming yeah. like. You know, between him and I don't know if you know Mash Ture. No, I don't know Mash. Oh, you, for me, it's oh. Austin Peterson and him. So Austin I'll, Peterson is what converted me into well, open okay. my eyes to libertarianism, like with Milton Friedman. Okay, yeah, Milton Friedman and John Locke and things like that. Go, you you got to find this guy Mash Ture. Have you ever seen the the brand Black Guns Matter? Yes, yeah, so, I know you're talking so, about. Yes, so the guy, the, is he the guy the, with dreads. Yes, so that's, that's Mash. He is like a freaking prophet, like a libertarian. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. You you would. He's someone mm-hmm. you should absolutely. Bring out here and get on your show. Okay, he I'll have is. To reach out. Oh, he is fantastic. Reach out to him now. Mm-hmm. He might. I, I mean, I don't know for sure, but this weekend is the USCCA Expo mm-hmm. in Fort Worth, so he might be in town this weekend. Oh snap! USCCA. What is that? Uh, United States Concealed Carry Association. That, oh the insurance. Snap. Yeah, yeah. So it's in oh, the. That's right. Yeah, they'd asked me to work with them in the past before. They're very, they're great. Yeah. So I, that's who I use, you know, for my insurance, and mm-hmm. I mean, so they're having. Uh, I think it's the K Bailey. Um, in Fort Worth, uh, is it K Bailey, which is the Hutchinson Center? No, I don't know. Okay, just go to US, go to USCCA like Expo. Thing or, or yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like a, a three-day expo. It's like an NRA show, but they oh, have. Okay. Um, but they're fa- it's it's not on the same scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's fantastic. Wh- when is it? This weekend. Uh, this upcoming weekend. Going to the Renaissance Festival this weekend. Right. Uh, I I know I know, but I told my girlfriend I'd take her. Do I it. The Ren Fest. Do it. Are they are, are they? Uh, I know you've had. Butted heads with them in the past. Oh, I'm not going there to work. Yeah. Oh, no, they, just, they pulled our license. They pulled, pulled your pulled license? Con- yeah. After they said that you're going to bend the knee and take the, uh, when we were doing Tavern Tankards or uh, Tipsy's Woodworking, um, they were just like, yeah, you need to show proof of vaccination. It's like, no, I'm not making my employees do that. And yeah, no, well, I saw that. And you can't be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, so you're just we, going as a. We could have made so much money. So, oh my God, I mean, we could have made so much Are you going money. to the Renfest? That one, yeah. The whole weekend? Uh, it's going to be, we're going to drive up Friday night, uh, okay, get a hotel, so go up uh, early Saturday morning, walk around, probably get hammered, and go back to the hotel, and then drive back on Sunday. Okay. I was going to say, USCCX was all weekend. Might so, be able to check it out on Sunday. Yeah. That's coming back hungover, so I don't know how I'm going to feel. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Well, brother, we got to wrap this up yep. because we got midterm uh, election results coming up. Um, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like this is, I, I tell all my sports friends, like this for me is your playoffs. Yeah. Like this, I, is, this oh, for me is your playoffs. Absolutely. As like presidential, that's my Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like you get you get your Super Bowl once a year. I get it every four, four years. years. Yeah. And it's like so. This is my time. Like I woke up today. I was like, pumped. Did, did you feel it? Like standing in line to vote, I felt just empowered. I felt like it's like I know this is just grandeurizing, but it's like no. This is what the American dream is. I literally get to come in here and say this is who I'm voting for to represent. I like this person. No, absolutely. Until Democrats cheat and take it away. Yeah, I was. I was actually yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I was actually going to take my kids out of school, but um, tests and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, so, no, but it, it's really, it's an amazing yeah. uh, experience and opportunity to be able to cast your vote for a person who yeah. will, you know, run this country uh, and, yeah. and fight for our freedom, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Good Lord. I mean, just seeing what the left has been pushing is like, oh my gosh, they're... 
man, I have in, in the times I've only really started paying attention to politics, like back in 2016, like I really started opening my eyes to it, even serving the military for so long. I didn't care. I right. just wanted to kill stuff. Then you get older. It's like, hmm, wait a minute. There's something to this. <laughs> but I started noticing, um, even, even back then, like a shift, a shift in everything, how we become so, uh, how the left has become so emboldened. And the practices they did back then, I started to see infiltrate the military. And now you have the president of the free, supposed free world saying that it's okay to put children on puberty blockers. And I'm sitting here going, and I'm going to say something very controversial. I feel like when we open the gate to homosexual marriage and stuff like that, trans came right behind it, metaphorically speaking. Over, um, over to the window. Yeah. Yep. And I felt like, and it's not that I'm against gay people. Like, do I, religiously, I think you're wrong. But I think when it comes to principles, you do what you want. It's freedom. I don't get to cherry pick it. You know, I'm never, I have a lot of gay friends. Uh, but even still, it's just kind of like, there has to be a line drawn. Right. And I feel like transgenderism is, transgenderism is it. Because it wasn't just live and let live. It was like, now you have to celebrate this. And if you criticize transgenderism, like Dave Chappelle, the rest of them, they are going to criticize you. They're going to crucify you, but it's like 1% of the population. This is a mental disorder. We have to stop normalizing this and praising it. Right. So what I see is like, if we don't win these midterm, uh, we don't win these midterms. I'm nervous for the next two years because my gosh, dude, what's going to stop them. This is insane. I can't even believe we're having to vote about this. Yeah. I can't even believe we have to have these conversations. Uh, yeah, and it's, you know, it's... Uh, Matt Walsh does a thing. What is a woman? Yeah. It's 2022. We should be having the flying hoverboards for Michael J. Fox's Back to the Future, Future by now. But instead, we become so drunk on freedom and these things that we've been afforded for so long that we use it and we just cast it aside and take it for granted. Right. We're arguing dumb things that third world countries, like Matt Walsh, I think, went to Africa and he, he talks to people there and they're like, you're arguing about what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, this, this is a superpower. Right. One of the most progressive or one of the most you know, the greatest countries in the world. This is what we're arguing about. So yeah. it's like, you really don't have any problems, do you? Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. And I, I can only hope that, you know, the country votes the right way, yeah. not just votes the right way, that the only way to counter any kind of cheating is you got to get the numbers up. You gotta yeah. get you gotta get the numbers so high up. Glad you mentioned that because they talked about that margin for error. Yeah. That was a thing that it was too close that they could have manipulated, but when you go out there and you just flood it, you there flood is no it. way to cover that up. There's no way. Yeah. And and that's the only way. So my only hope is that, you know, uh, over, the o- over the last two weeks and today and mm-hmm. you know, it's what it's two hours behind. It's still five o'clock in California and mm-hmm. Hawaii and stuff like that, or even four o'clock in Hawaii. I'm not expecting any surprises out of California. Yeah, no, me neither, but you know, I still so I hope for it, but yeah, but just overwhelmingly, just go out and vote, and um, vote Republican. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I was tempted. I saw some Libertarian candidates on the ballot today. Two of them I recognized. I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta go Republican. It's too close. This is, and I, I know, I know, I hate it because I've advocated as like vote Libertarian, but at the same token, it's just like. There's just too much at stake right now. And I hate saying that we have to trust the Republicans, but you've got to. Yeah. You've, you've got to. There's just no other way. Because if I vote Libertarian, but normally I'd vote Republican, that's just a vote thrown away. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Libertarians are bad. I, I wish I could. But, I mean, I'll put it this way. The Libertarian Party is never going to be taken seriously until you start getting rid of candidates like Joe Jorgensen, who's for open borders. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. this is what you're putting up there? Like, no. Come on. This Thank is a Democrat you. light. Thank you. I've, I've been saying that to so many people, like a lot of my friends who are... 
like, you know, hardcore libertarian. I'm like, you guys just put up crappy candidates. That, and you just, you gatekeep so hard yeah. to where if they don't see it exactly like, you, well, you're not a real libertarian, it's like, well, then I'm not going to vote for your party and you're going to keep losing. I think right. the last serious libertarian we had was uh, Ross Perot. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Ross Perot. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, you got Ron, Paul and Ron, Ryan. Ron, yeah, Ron yeah. Paul didn't run as a libertarian, though. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to play the game. Right. You have to. I mean, you, you, you have to. There's right. no other way. But anyway, brother, I appreciate you being here. Where yeah. can everybody find you to look you up? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the pewpewjew.com. Um, Spelt exactly like it sounds. Yeah, the pewpewjew.com. And, and on social media. At the pewpewjew all mm-hmm. over. I keep getting so. banned that I have to find other people. I forget somebody tagged me and then I saw your comments. Oh, fuck, it's you. <laughs> Click follow. I was like, I forget. because I know. Was, it's funny. Like every now and then I'll just see you follow me again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, wait, John's got a new account. <laughs> got to go follow him back, you know? I think I've got to be the most banned person on. So I'm like a cocker. I'm like herpes. I just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, You're not getting rid of me. I'm here. I'm here. And that's why I like growing the podcast because at least I will have this audience. No man, they can't touch they it. They can't touch it. They right. can't. T- and I should have done this from the get go. But now that we see this, it's like, yeah, you can't touch this. You cannot stifle my voice. You can stifle it on Twitter. You can stifle it on Instagram. But we get way more viewership over here. Like right now, we're hitting an average of anywhere from like 150 to 200,000 downloads a month. It's like, okay, we're growing. That's awesome. We're growing. So it's just a matter of keep pushing the content out there. Keep having interesting guests on. And uh, again, I appreciate you coming on tonight, man. Yeah, absolutely. I know you you. came straight from work, right? Uh, I mean, straight from home, which is work. Yeah. Um, The the kids and and everything. Freaking baby. Yeah. A little fat, so. Well, brother, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for having me. As always, you can find him at the Pew Pew Jew. Don't go over there and be an asshole. There's a lot of people sometimes. We hate the Jewish people. Don't be like that. He's a good dude. Good dude. (laughs) He's a good Jew. He's one of us. He's (laughs) one like this. This this goyim advocates for this Jew. We're good. Nah, love you, brother. Appreciate it. Absolutely. We will see you right back here in about 27 minutes for live coverage of the midterms coming up to see what happens with Congress and does Biden get put into a stalemate with a Republican-leaning Congress. We'll find out here soon. Coming back right here at the All-American Savage Show podcast.